welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Netalina, the CEO and founder of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a very interesting episode, something that's unique to Rise Up For You that we haven't had before. We're going to be talking with Sarah Warner. She is a senior content strategist, and she focuses on the intersections of technology, communication, and everyday life. Sarah is an award-winning writer and the founder of the Right Now podcast, which helps aspiring writers find balance while following their passion. She really breaks down for us the importance of words and how it can affect us on social media and some great strategies and tips to being a great writer. This is definitely an episode that you do not want to miss, especially since so much of our business is now done online through social media, through email marketing. So much of our message is dependent on the words that we use and the writing that we put out there. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Sarah, it's such an honor to have you on the show, and I appreciate your time. We always like to start off the show by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Of course. I uh, wear a couple different hats throughout the day. Um, I am a senior content strategist at a web agency in South Dakota, uh, which is a little bit far away from Silicon Valley, but is kind of its own Silicon Prairie in its own right. Um, I work with words all day on the internet. Um, I kind of go through websites and make sure that the content there is usable and useful for the business and for the audience and kind of uh, get to play around with stuff on the internet, which I love. Um, I mentioned writing. I'm also a writer, so, um, I, I do a fair amount of writing during the day. Um, but most of all, I love podcasting and I podcast about writing and I podcast a little bit about content strategy. Um, but really, uh, yeah, my first love is writing. And then that kind of burgeoned into my love of podcasting. So I always like to know where this, you know, aha moment came from. So how did you know that you, that writing was something that you loved? Was it something that you picked up when you were in high school or did you always have kind of that feeling for it? How did you get into it? That is a great question. I, um, I, I think that a lot of writers would probably say the same thing, but I've been writing as long as I can remember. I just, I remember that stories that I was reading at the time, cause I was also a great reader. They weren't exactly what I wanted to read. Um, you know, everybody's a little bit different in what they like to read and there just wasn't really a perfect fit for me. So I said, okay, I'm just going to create my own books. And so I created my own picture books. They were very, maybe disturbingly violent. I don't know. Um, but, uh, I, I, started creating stuff that I wanted to read and I kept doing that through high school and then college. And I found that, sort of somewhere along the way, 
it became less okay to create things for yourself, or it seemed less okay to create things that you wanted to create. And so I kind of fell off that bandwagon and started creating stories that I thought other people wanted me to write or that other people wanted to read. And, um, yeah, I've just very recently, since I began podcasting, um, realize that it's okay to create things for yourself and that in creating for yourself, you discover more about yourself and you also discover more about the world around you. And you're just able to understand people around you. You're able to empathize with them more and you're able to help them through their journey as well. So what would you say are some key elements and, you know, important points to writing? Because as you know, in the world of social media, (laughs) everyone is always writing and posting and putting a message of sort out there. So, and nowadays, because there's so much, it can almost become saturated, um, in means of social media. What are some tips or advice or what are some things that you struggle with or that you see happening in regards to writing? There's a bunch of questions there and you can just kind of answer them as you sure. <laughs> oh, no, no, that's another great question or a great sort of little glob of questions. Um, I'm going to start with social media because this is something that I advise clients with all the time here in a professional capacity. Um, and that is just keep in mind that what you're putting out there is readable. I think that a lot of us grew from sort of journaling to blogging to social media-ing. And a lot of times we forget that the stuff we blast out on the internet is read by a lot of other people. And it can actually have a very either profound or damaging effect on your reputation or on your personal brand. And so just be just be aware that um, social media is not only social, but very, very public. And so it's a really great idea just to think twice before hitting post. Um, just cause you know, you see a lot of careers kind of damaged by that. And then the other question was in regards to writing, like what some important tips and strategies are when you are writing and putting stuff out there. Oh gosh. I mean, there's um, a ton there. I mean, <laughs> the third, the thing that I can think about mo and I'm um, actually writing is one of my weak spots in regards really? to grammar. Like I love to write, but you know, like you were saying, when you put things out there, um, you know, there's editing and there's grammar and there's all these things that can really get people into trouble. So I think about all these people that are constantly posting on social media, like Steve Harvey, for example, which is the most like blatant. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when he posts on social media and then he has misspellings and then like Snoop Doggy Dog is the most recent. (laughs) Don't ask me how I know these, but, (laughs) but he, you know, he tweeted about being in a country and he spelled the country wrong and it was actually a different country. And there was like a bunch of excitement that occurred and he had to, you know, kind of, take that back. I'm sorry, wrong country. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So it's just these little things of writing, which you you know what I mean? Can definitely, like you said, um, you mentioned ruin reputations or kind of send out the wrong message. So what are some things that we should really be looking for? Because we are in a day in the world where we are constantly writing, not necessarily in the same capacity that we were writing 20 years ago, which was, you know, writing was novels or journals or or newspaper articles or, you know, and now it can be so simple as three sentences on a Facebook post that can attract hundreds of thousands of viewers and attention. Exactly. Oh, that is, that's very, very well put. That's exactly uh, sort of the issue here. And I think that my advice would be to, it's, it's kind of twofold and you have to really 
um, be very careful about balancing this. And that is to, A, you know, be true to who you are and don't censor your opinions just because they're not popular or, or what have you. So you need to be, you know, true to yourself, which is kind of trite advice, but it, it really is true. And secondly, you just need to be really careful that, um, to post something in a social public platform is to both invite, uh, sort of use it as a springboard of ideas, but also sometimes to invite criticism. And so just be very, very fully aware, um, and careful when you are crafting things that, yeah, that the message that you want to convey is really there. A lot of times we just sort of blindly type and then hit submit and don't double check it or think about, you know, what is the message that I'm really conveying here? So just being very careful uh, to craft your message um, and, you know, maybe throwing it into spell check. Yeah. Would you recommend um, any time, because, you know, this podcast is dedicated to empowering women and professionals and entrepreneurs, you know, to lead their best life. And, you know, those that are building their company or building a startup, would you recommend that they get second input, third input on advice, you know, on what they're putting out there in their writing, you know, because like, as you said, the message is so important and we do want to make sure that the message that we're putting out there aligns with what, what we're doing. So do you do that for yourself or is that something that you recommend for others if writing is maybe a weaker spot for them? That's a really great question. You just keep asking all these great questions in a row. <laughs> um, I know that for some people, especially for new entrepreneurs or new business women, you know, budget is tight. And so you can't always afford to, you know, either have someone do your social media posting for you or even run it through a professional. That being said, I think that even the very best writers out there benefit from an editor. And so um, sometimes if you are, if you have a business partner, it might be a good idea just to run everything past a second set of eyes. If you have a spouse, if you have, you know, a customer that's very loyal and they're up at your counter, just say, hey, take a look at this tweet. Does this sound like, does this sound good? Is this a good idea? Just as long as it's somebody that you trust and, um, you know, depending on what kind of budget you have to work with there. Yeah, well, because I think that, you know, as you were saying that writing is more than just the grammar and the text, there's a message that comes across. And sometimes I write something with one message and somebody will read it and they'll say, well, this is what I got from it. I'm like, really? That's the complete opposite of what I wanted you to get. So let me rewrite that. So yeah, I do. I do. I love what you're saying there. So what other like tips and strategies can you give us about writing? Is it something that you would recommend to do on a daily basis? Like maybe free write when you wake up in your journal, would you recommend people writing, you know, blogs every day, just how they feel, even if it's not something that, you know, they want to make a career out of, what, what would you suggest? Oh my gosh. I have so many opinions right now on this and I'll give you a couple. Tell us all. <laughs> I'm going to start with a business standpoint, and then I'm going to move to a personal standpoint. So from a business standpoint, um, I do a lot of my work on the web. And so pretty much everything I do is digitally minded. And so keep that in mind as I'm talking here. So I'm going to be talking about content marketing and blogging. And these are critical. I, I want to say that they are they are critical and crucial. And I, and I say that for a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, one of the ways that Google or any other search, uh, any other web crawler or search algorithm, 
they're going to be taking into account how much fresh updated content is on your website. And so if you have a website, that's a great way to get a little bit of SEO or search engine optimization boost. Another way is that if you are blogging or creating content uh, in, the, in your area of expertise, it does set you up. We talked a little bit about personal branding earlier. It sets you up to be an expert in your field. If you can refer people to an article that you've written, even if it's on your personal website, about topic X, Y, or Z, it does a lot in establishing you as an authority in your field. And so I think that's especially important for women to be established, A, on the internet, and B, as an expert in their field of business. Um, so that, that's something that I would recommend that you do. And then, you know, those posts can go really far if you're blogging, if you're creating content marketing pieces. Um, you can keep those evergreen and fresh by constantly tweeting to them, not constantly because that can get a little spammy, but with a little bit of restraint, um, tweeting about those articles, getting people back to your website, posting them on Facebook, just using them as opportunities, um, maybe even basis for a podcast of your own. If you're looking for a topic, it can be about a blog post that you've crafted. So just looking for ways to use that content in smart ways. Um, just just having that um, can be very, very helpful to your personal and to your business brand. As for writing every day, I'm a huge proponent, excuse me, I'm a huge proponent of writing every day. Um, it's one of the, bain, the gosh, it's one of the main tenets of my podcast is to help you pursue your passion and write every day. And I think that even non-writers, people like you, Netta, I mean, you said, oh, I'm not, you know, writing is not my strength, but that doesn't mean it's not beneficial to you. Um, I recently read an article that said one of the very best things you can do to process your day and to prepare yourself for success the next day is to journal in the evening. And you don't have to say like, dear diary, today I went to the store <laughs> and then I did this. Like, you don't have to do that. What you do is you write down, hey, you know, I'm feeling really awful because this happened today or... Or I had a really great day because I got X number of sales or I did this or, hey, I even found a parking spot close to the bakery. And um, by, by processing uh, your thoughts through writing, um, it gives you sort of an external way to process them. And it also gives you some reflection time to be alone with your thoughts. And that's something that our society is really bad at doing. We are really bad at being alone with our thoughts. And so I think that this is journaling is a really great time uh, to do that. And you don't have to you don't necessarily have to handwrite it or type it. Um, you can speak it into an audio recorder. Um, you can handwrite it if you want. You can kind of do that whatever way that works best for you. But it's that's definitely something that I would advise doing. Yeah, I, I agree 100 percent there. I I actually write, um, even though it's not the best, um, you know, as far as grammar and whatnot, I actually write quite a bit. I write in a journal every day. Um, and just like you said, words of affirmation, right? Like when I wake up yes. in the morning, you know, these are my goals for the day when you go to bed, that kind of thing. But I also am a huge fan of physically writing things out instead of like typing them. So like, I'll do that for my journal, my weekly, my weekly planner, for example, okay, today, this is what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. My goal is my vision. Um, but even, you know, with blogs and articles, I post every single day. And the truth is, is that I'm becoming better at writing because of it. So obviously in the beginning, it can be scary for people that maybe think that, oh, I'm not a great writer, but the more you do it, 
And the more you practice it, the more you understand, oh, this doesn't make sense. Let me rework it. Or, you know, you have beautiful friends that might text you and say, hey, like, I don't know if you realize, but you like left out a letter there (laughs) and it makes you more aware. So for anybody that does kind of have that fear of writing, like the more you do it, the better, obviously the better you get. That's with anything that you do. Practice makes perfect. Exactly, exactly. And writing is such a valuable skill. I know that some people are all all like, oh, writing is dead because we just text with emojis and teenagers have no concept of what a formal sentence is and blah, blah, blah. That is absolutely untrue. That is absolutely and fundamentally untrue. Writing is more essential and crucial than ever before. We We live in a global society and the way that we communicate with each other is all we have. And much of that communication is done through writing. So if you even journal for yourself like you do every day, that builds those communication skills and it builds you, it builds your writing skills in, in a really powerful, powerful way. So that is awesome that you do that. I love that. Thank you, Sarah. Um, we are about to jump into our power section here. I'd love to know what is one book that you have read that's made a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us. Yes. Uh, My book is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and it is about living creatively. And this is something that is really, really important to me because it it ties into my aha moment that I talked about earlier. Um, you know, we tend to go through our day-to-day life just living, just kind of living within this template that we've been given or, you know, this sort of way of living that we've been instructed is the best way to live. So you go to college, you graduate, you get a house, you get married, you, you know, you have your kids and all that stuff. And none of that is wrong. It's just not right for everyone. And so realizing that you can be more creative with the way that you live your life was just an extremely powerful message for me. And it's one of the things that has allowed me to really break out of my comfort zone and break out of my little shell and really embrace the possibility that life has to give. Absolutely. And what is one thing that you have accomplished thus far that you are proud of? You know what? I am I'm really proud of this. I launched a podcast uh, last February, so February 2015, and it has been really, really successful. And I'm really excited about this. It's, it's a niche podcast, so it doesn't have a huge following, but it has connected with people in a way that I never thought was possible. And it's just so exciting. I've met so many really cool people and I've just formed relationships with people. And, and they've told me that, um, I've been able to help them in their writing. And that is just, it's, it's magic. I totally agree with you. I I do many things as you do, but the podcast just has something special to it. When you talk to people and you interview people and, you know, you get emails from people that you don't even know and you're like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's not anything I've experienced with anything else, even with blogging, even with writing. Podcasting is just a beautiful way to connect with people. Very cool. And are there any routines, Sarah, that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Maybe something that you do daily or in the morning? You know what? There actually is. Um, every day I get up at five and I drive over to a local coffee house and I get a coffee and I sit down and for five minutes, I just let myself be still and I just let my thoughts kind of wash over me and I prepare myself for my day that way. And then I jump right into my work and I put on music that has no words. It's just kind of ambient. And I just start my day by writing. 
I start my day every day by writing. I, I like to start my day doing something that I love and that is very affirming to me. And that is saying, yes, I am a writer and I'm going to start my day doing what I love. Wow. That's an, every day to the same coffee shop, huh? Every, yeah, they, they know me. <laughs> that is some dedication and loyalty there. <laughs> um, is there anything we didn't get a chance to talk about, Sarah, that you want to say or share with us? Um, you know, uh, not off the top of my head. I just, I just want people to know that they can do more with their lives. I am a huge addict. <laughs> I'm addicted to possibility and to the potential that we all have deep within us. And if you are unhappy with your life, if you are not satisfied with your life, then there's a great chance that there's something that you are, there's some kind of potential or possibility that you are not living up to. And I encourage you to, you know, read Big Magic, break outside of your shell, and just really see what life can hold for you. Oh, I love that you said that, Sarah. As you know, Rise Up For You is all about empowering women to lead their best life, to find what makes them happy, to find the confidence, to be successful, which can be many things for people. So what you just said was brilliant. Thank you again for joining us today. How do we connect with you and how do we support you? Oh, you are wonderful for asking that. Uh, you can visit my website, which is sarahwerner.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-W-E-R-N-E-R.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Sarah Ray Werner. That's S-A-R-A-H-R-H-E-A-W-E-R-N-E-R or the Right Now Podcast. Um, you can also find my podcast on iTunes. It's the Right Now Podcast and Right is spelled W-R-I-T-E. Um, I think that that's all I can think of. I'm kind of out on all of the social media as it were. So that's thank awesome. You again. Thank you. Thank you. Again. Thank you. <laughs> glad you were able to join us for that episode. If you're wanting more strategy, tips, and information, please head over to riseupforyou.com and sign up for our emailing list. We have a special jumpstart guide that gives you the first few steps to building your professional and personal life. Rise Up For You is all about getting to the next step and never allowing yourself to settle. So again, please head over to riseupforyou.com, join our network, and rise up in both your professional and personal life. Thank you again for joining. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.